Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time for Below Grade Level. Let's kick this into high gear. Hello and welcome to Below Grade Level, the show where we take the books that we read as kids and read them as adults and ruin them. I'm one of your hosts, Jonathan Eaton. With me, as always, is Becca Eaton. Hello. And Chris Zaleski. Hello. How are you guys doing today? Pretty good. I got a haircut. I trimmed my beard. (laughs) You look like a a brand new person. I know. You're like, um, you're like a, um... You like m- anamorphed into like a different version of Chris. <laughs> I still somehow look exactly the same though. <laughs> no matter the length of my hair or my beard, I just look exactly the same. It's just yeah. what my face looks like. Like I remember a while ago, I posted a picture saying like "proof of life," and I think it was John Nagel, former guest of the show, that was like, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> "This looks like every other picture of you." We don't know when <laughs> this was taken. <laughs> she could have been like ten years old. And be like, yeah, that's Chris. But uh, at, at the end of every haircut, I always say the same thing just to try to make them laugh. And I just went, mm-hmm. damn it, I'm handsome again. <laughs> Did they laugh? Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> laugh. lands every time. I've probably heard that before, and I still laugh this time. So, <laughs> well done. Don't um, get hounded. We don't have a guest today. It's just uh, it's just us three best friends uh, reading this piece of shit book. Uh, <laughs> and... To be very honest, uh, it's been a couple of weeks since we recorded the last one with mm. Kelly, and I didn't write down any notes, and so I don't remember any, none of us remember any details as to what happened last time, other than um, Rachel touched a shrew. Yes. And turned into a shrew, I believe. There's a lot of shrew talk. Yeah. Um, and... Oh, this is ridiculous because whoever is, if anyone's listening to this and they listen to the last one, then they just like know what happened. <laughs> yeah. But like, wouldn't she have just needed to touch the cat? Oh, wait, no. She needed to be a shrew to get the cat out of a tree, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The cat That's right. That's right. Okay. It all there's a lot of arguments. Over it's like, is it a mouse or is it a shrew? And... Right. A lot of shrew talk. That's yeah. all I remember. Um, and then uh, Rachel became the cat. Uh, of her estranged friend and got into the house of Chapman, the principal slash um, uh, controller, alien person. And then the uh, uh, last thing that happened was uh, she walked into like the secret room where where Chapman was talking to Visser 3, who I think is like the alien like overlord. And the, he, Visser 3 saw Rachel, the cat, in the background and was like, kill the cat. And that's ba- basically it. Yep, you summed up the whole books. book. These whole these books. Um, <laughs> all right, should we just launch into it? Yeah. Okay. Let's go. Okay. I don't know. What does the listener think? Listener, what do you think? What do you guys think? I'll give it uh, twenty seconds of dead air for you to talk uh, to yourself. That just is kidding. way too long. No, I want to get <laughs> back know. to playing that Baldur's Gate. Read this fucking book. <laughs> that is an eternity. I know. <laughs> Zelda's not going to rescue herself. <laughs> Chapter thirteen. Kill it! Kill it immediately! I wanted to run. I wanted to panic, but some strange combination of the cat's cunning and my own intelligence came together and saved me. I feel like she's giving cats too much credit. Cats. Our cats are stupid. Um, Well, I don't think cats know what kill it means. Yeah. uh, yeah. I don't know. It's hard to kind of figure out, like, what part of the animal... Mm -hmm. 
is controlling the animal body when they're also in there? Like, how are they, like, how are their senses and thoughts married? Because she was, like, panicking when she was a little shrew. Well, yeah, because sometimes, like, the animal brain takes over. Yeah. And then they just be... (laughs) Yeah, see, she should just crawl up in someone's lap like Dusty's doing right now. (laughs) Dusty just very nonchalantly crawled up into my lap. I don't even know how he did that. Because I feel like I should have felt him jump up. Um, I he didn't... wouldn't know it if his life was in danger. See what? He wouldn't know it if his <laughs> no. life was in danger. No, that's what I'm saying. None of these cats would. If a burglar <laughs> walked through the door with a gun, Alfie would lay down at his feet. Yes. He'd bring him his string. <laughs> He'd bring him his string. Um, I didn't so much as flick a whisker. <laughs> if I had, I would have been dead. Why? I knew that for a fact. If I'd Did reacted you? like I'd understood... They would have known for sure I was no normal cat. They already want to kill you. Right? They don't want to kill you. They just want to kill the cat. Is that a cat It's the opposite normal? of that book. Hmm? No. No, there's no such thing as a, as a normal cat. Visser 3's hologram watched me closely. All four of his andalite eyes were focused on me now, and behind that gentle andalite expression, I could feel the razor-sharp focus of the powerful, evil Yerk. Forgot it was like an alien masquerading as another alien. Oh God, I don't know. It's the Andalites what gave them the powers. Yeah, they have a fr- like a friend that's an Andalite. Mm-hmm. Chapman two was staring at me. He had the what same. What about Chapman one? Sorry, <laughs> he had the same look in his eyes that he had when he caught someone trying to skip out of school. I was terrified, or at least the Rachel part of me was terrified. Fluffer couldn't have cared less. <laughs> He sensed my concern, but he had none of his own. There were no birds of prey here. Hey! Ow! Ow! Alpy! Oh, he's oh. got it stuck around his neck. God damn it. <laughs> this is perfect. <laughs> Alpy's trying to steal my weed. <laughs> on the table. <laughs> he just tried to crawl into, like, a gift bag type of bag, and then he got his head stuck inside the loop and started running away with the bag attached to his neck. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you for proving us right, Alfie. Jesus. God damn. Um, there were no dogs. There were no smells of dominant cats. There was only a sort of three-dimensional picture that had no scent. And Chapman. Chapman might be prey, or he might not, but he was certainly no threat. It could be an Andalite, Visser Three said. Destroy it. In response, I said, meow. (laughs) Visser 3 glared at me. What is that? It's... (laughs) I'm trying to figure out why you would be talking like that. I'm not doing any of that. It's the sound a cat makes, Visser. I believe it wishes to eat. Chapman was stuttering a lot, just putting that out there. And John, I'll let you make this noise. So what? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Suddenly, without warning, Visser 3 whipped his tail at me. A dangerous foot-long scythe-shaped blade what? arced toward me at the speed no human could evade. I thought Visser He's 3 a was a hologram. Me too. What? But I wasn't just a human. In a tenth of the time it took to blink. A tenth of the time it took Cats to blink. Cats are not that fast. I had seen the sudden motion, and I was crouched down, ears back, teeth bared. My paws, claws outstretched, swiped at the tail blade. <clears throat> My my paw went straight through the hologram, and the blade, nothing but a projection, swept through me. Ha ha ha! (laughs) It took me a second to make sense of the sound. It was Visser 3 laughing. 
Chapman seemed amazed too, like he had never heard the Visser laugh, like it wasn't even possible to imagine the Visser laughing. <laughs> what a ferocious little beast, Visser 3 said approvingly. See how he did not back away or run? I am many times his size, and yet he struck at me. A pity that the species is too small to serve as a host. Yes, a pity, Chapman said warily. <laughs> Kill it, Visser 3 said. What better form for an Andalite to use? Better kill it, just to be safe. Yes, Visser, Chapman said. <laughs> uh, only... Only what? It, Visser, the Visser snapped. It belongs to the girl. If I kill the animal, she will be angry. She may draw attention. Killing a cat is seen as a bad deed. It would violate my cover. <laughs> Visser 3 did not look happy to be disobeyed, but he was not a creature who made impetuous decisions. He considered for a moment while my future just hung there, balancing between life and death. Do not violate your cover or draw attention, the Visser said at last. I figured it was time for me to do something in my own defense. I walked over and rubbed my flank against Chapman's leg. What is it doing? Visser 3 demanded. It is signaling that it wishes to be fed. Interesting. Claws and teeth and ferocity mixed with the subtlety to manipulate creatures larger than itself. A worthy creature. Yes. Let it live for now. Let it live until we have resolved the matter of the girl. Chapman's face actually seemed to 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 to, to, to twitch. Whoa. I'm sorry. I'm not a yerk, I swear. <laughs> it was the only emotion he had shown, other than fear. The girl, but Visser, the agreement with the human Chapman. Visser 3 sneered. Sneer! Agreements? Don't be a fool. We make agreements to gain voluntary hosts. Agreements are a tool, just as you are my tool. If you had brought me the Andalite bandits, it's a good band name, I would not have to concern myself with a cat or a girl. Chapman bowed his head. I will bring them to you. Do that! Visser 3 said cool, coldly. And then the solid seeming image began to change. The gentle Andalite body melted away, and in its place grew a monster like nothing ever seen on Earth. I hope it's really gross. Where the Andalite head had been, there was now a long, thick tube. Gross. There was an opening <laughs> like some horrible mouth at the end of the tube. The gross. thing was purple but translucent. Gross. You could, oh my god, you could almost see through it, although I wasn't sure if that was because it was a hologram or if the animal itself was that way. The hologram Visser 3 lowered the tube mouth toward Chapman's head. Gross. The mouth opened, revealing hundreds, maybe thousands of tiny suckers, each dripping slime. It seemed as if the tube mouth closed over Chapman's head. Chapman shook and what? quivered in terror. Visser 3's artific artificial voice said, Don't forget Innis 226. I gave you this Chapman body. I placed you in his head because I trusted you. I fed you his brain and made you my lieutenant. But I can suck you back out again if you fail me. Would you like to see what happened to the last fool who failed me? If we had kids, that's what I'd say to them. <laughs> I can suck you back out of this world. I fed you this brain, but I can suck you back out. <laughs> Suddenly an image appeared in the air like a little movie. It was a second hologram. It showed a human woman, pain-racked, screaming with a purple creature sucking on her head. The real Chapman began to moan. Oh, oh, no, Visser, I beg you. In the little movie, the translucent purple thing suddenly went into a spasm. From the woman's ear there came the slug. It was sucked, dripping. 
gray, slimy, right out of her head. Gross. The purple creature swallowed the yerk slug. Then the yep. little movie ended. <laughs> Not a very pretty picture, is it, Innis 226? Chapman just shook his head. His eyes were still staring at the empty air where the image had appeared. Visser 3 began to resume the Andalite form. Don't fail me, Visser 3 said. Chapter 14 Suddenly, Visser 3 vanished. The room was dark again. Chapman sat hunched over the desk with his head in his hands. It was a while before he opened the door and we both went back up the stairs. Miss Chapman was there, waiting. <laughs> what are the Visser's orders? she asked in a whisper. Chapman looked at her like he'd just seen a ghost. He wants the Andalite bandits. He... He morphed into a Vanarx, a Yerk oh Bane. God. Oh my god, stop oh my introducing god. I thought there were enough aliens. <laughs> he kept Yerk his voice low, too. He Yerk glanced Bane. toward the stairs. I guess he was checking to see if Melissa was around. Miss Chapman shuddered. I'd heard that he acquired a, a, a Vanarx. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought it was just another story to frighten his underlings. He showed me. He showed how he destroyed Innis... 174. Mrs. Chapman looked shocked. Debbie? Oh, I know Ennis 174. <laughs> <laughs> he used a Van Narks on an Ennis of the second century? <sighs> that, <laughs> that Andalite controlling scum, Chapman said viciously. I wish the Council of Thirteen would find out what kind of a mess he's making on this planet. Let them take that Andalite body from him and throw him back in some distant pool on the home world. And not the nice kind of pool that humans swim in. The bad pool. A yerk pool. A yerk pool. Don't wish for that, Miss Chapman said grimly. Long before Visser Three loses power, he will surely have destroyed you for failing him. My cat ears noticed the sound before either of the Chapman's movement. Human feet pounding. I cocked my ears toward the stairs. Hey, Mom, Dad, can one of you help me with this math problem? It was Melissa. She was halfway down the stairs. She stopped and glanced hopefully at her parents, or at least at the people who had once been her parents. We're busy right now, Melissa, Chapman snapped. Besides, dear, you should do your own work. That's how you learn, Miss Chapman said. If you still can't figure it out later, tough titties. <laughs> Guess you'll just be dumb. <laughs> Melissa's face fell. She forced a smile, but there was no happiness there at all. I guess you're right, Mom. It's just the square root stuff. She hesitated like she was I'm hoping her parents might change their minds and go back upstairs with her. Ms. Chapman smiled. It was a smile as empty as Melissa's. Square roots are hard to understand, aren't they? But I know you can do it. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'll come up and check on you before you turn in, sweetheart, Mr. Chapman said. The words were normal enough. I guess my own mom or dad could have said exactly the same things to me, dear, sweetheart. But the way they were said, there was something missing. Humanity, love, call it whatever you want. <laughs> the words were right, but they were completely wrong. It was horrible. Horrible in a totally different way than the monsters we had fought in the Yerk pool. This was the kind of horrible that made you want to cry instead of scream. <laughs> she's, so, she's so dramatic. And suddenly I found myself running after Melissa. She headed back up the stairs. She gonna help her with fucking square roots as a cat. Are you gonna cuddle in your friend's lap? <laughs> God. Oh, Lick your butthole sad. in front of her. Um when I reached her room, Melissa sat down on the bed and began sobbing. 
Rachel, Remember, can you hear he, me? He's Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Rachel, can you hear me? <laughs> yes, Tobias. I'm up out of the basement. I'm upstairs in Melissa's room. Thank goodness. I've been trying you every minute or so. I was worried that you were trapped downstairs. No, I'm out. Good. You have more than an hour left. But Fluffer is trying to head home. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that's the name of the cat. Yeah. <laughs> Cassie and Jake and Marco are trying to capture him again. But you know better than anyone how wily he can be. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa flopped out her face on the bed. She pulled a pillow over the back of her head and just cried. I can't leave just yet, I said. Rachel, if the real Fluffer walks in while you're still there. Yeah, I know. But I still can't leave right now. I have something I have to do. I'm going to piss on Melissa's bed. <laughs> <laughs> I went over to the bed. As small as I was, the side of the bed looked like a wall. It could have been the side of a two-story building. I settled back on my haunches, gathering energy in my leg muscles. Then I sprang up effortlessly to land with the perfect grace on the bed, like a cat. I walked over to Melissa and sniffed her hair, sticking out from under the pillow. I heard a sound coming from somewhere. It was a sound that reminded me of my mother, you know, crying. Oh, God. <laughs> It reminded me of both my mothers, the human mother, the human woman, the human woman, and the cat who had licked my fur and carried me around in her mouth. I recognized the sound. It was purring. I was purring. So did her human mom also purr? Yeah, what? What? Melissa put her arm around me and drew me close. Oh, the physical contact made me a little anxious and confused. It made the cat and me want to leave, but then she started scratching my neck and behind my ears. I purred a little louder, and then I decided to stay for a while. It felt really good. I don't know what I've done, Melissa said. It startled me to realize that she was talking to me. Did she guess the truth? Did she know I was human and her old friend Rachel? Probably not, because I feel like if she did, she'd be like, Rachel, are you a cat? <laughs> yeah. No, she was just a... <laughs> She was just a girl talking to her cat. Relatable. Yeah. I laugh like I don't do that every second of every <laughs> fucking day. Constantly talk to these cats. <clears throat> um, I don't know what I did, Melissa repeated. Tell me, Fluffer McKinney. <laughs> Tell me, you Irish bastard, what did I do? <laughs> Rachel, what are you doing in there? Tobias. I have plenty of time. You have less than an hour. Don't push your luck. Jake is practically having a fit out here. He's telling me, you gotta get out. Not yet. Melissa needs me. I had stopped purring, probably because I was preoccupied arguing with Tobias. I started purring again. I felt, I felt Melissa needed me to purr. She was still crying, still scratching slowly behind my ears. <sighs> What did I do, Fluffer? She asked again. Why don't they love me anymore? That's, this is depressing. Yes. I felt like my own heart would break right then, because I knew now why Melissa had stopped hanging out with me, and why she had become more withdrawn, and I knew how little hope there was for her. My stomach turned and twisted. Next time Marco asked why we were fighting the Yerks, I knew I would have a whole new answer. I have a million mosquito bites, and there's like oh, one right on my tattoo. I didn't that know sucks. what you were doing. Yeah. Uh... Just resting a drink on the top. This of is your normal, arm. right? This is you're normal. You're a yerk. Well, I'm a, ah, you're a yerk. This is a totally normal human thing to do. Um, uh, 
Because they destroy the love of parents for their daughter. Because they made Melissa Chapman cry in her bed with no com- no one to comfort her but a cat. It was a small answer, I guess. I mean, it wasn't some high-sounding answer about the entire human race. It was just about this one girl, my friend, whose heart was broken because her parents were no longer really her parents. Look, Rachel, I told Jake what you said. He said to remind you that you have a job to do in there. You're not in there to tell Jake to shut up, Tobias, I said angrily. I'll come out. I'll come out. Just not yet. I purred as loud as I could. Melissa cried, and it came to me like a vision. All the children all over whose parents had been made into controllers and the parents whose children had been taken from them to be turned into controllers. <clears throat> it's the same way Fox <clears throat> News is stealing our parents away from us. <laughs> oh, God. It was They're a terrible image. They're just a bunch image. of yerks, mm-hmm. those conservative bastards. <laughs> it was a terrible image. I wondered how it must feel to see your parents stop loving you. Make a After a while. <laughs> well, I guess we have a new voice for Vister 3. <laughs> oh, no. no. I wondered no. how it must Do feel it. to see your parents stop loving you. After a while, Melissa fell asleep. I got up and padded down the stairs to the pet door. It was chilly outside, despite my fur. My friends were all waiting. They were also a little mad at me for making them wait and worry. You only have ten minutes to spare, Rachel, Jake said. I hope it was worth scaring us all half to death. Did you at least discover something useful? (laughs) Yes. Yes, I discovered plenty. I discovered that Chapman has a way to communicate directly with Visser 3. I discovered that Visser 3 is pretty hot to catch us, although he still thinks we're Andalites. And I decided something, too. What? Cassie asked me. (laughs) I decided that I don't care what it takes or how many risks I have to run. I don't care what happens to me. I hate these yerks. I hate them. I hate them. And I will find a way to stop them. Even if it takes at least 46 more books. (laughs) (laughs) Chapter 15. That night and the next morning, I barely got any homework done. In math class, the day and that day, I got the first C I'd gotten in a long time. My grades were starting to fail because I was busy trying to save the world, or at least to save my old friend. I knew now what had happened, why Melissa and I weren't friends anymore, at least not close friends, workplace acquaintances. Something had gone terribly wrong in her life. Her parents no longer loved her. We just literally just covered this. This is just verbatim. Just literally just talked about this. (laughs) They pretended to, they sounded like they did, but Melissa knew it was all wrong. Every time I thought of it, I felt like my insides were burning up from the anger. I guess I knew a little bit about what she was feeling. (laughs) My parents are divorced. When my parents got divorced, I worried that maybe they meant they didn't love me anymore. I was wrong. They still did. I don't see my dad as much as I would like to, but he does love me. My mom loves me. Even my sisters love me. Love is pretty important. It doesn't it's mean like they don't love you. It's like wearing a suit of armor. It makes you strong. Oh, my God. It doesn't mean they don't love you anymore. It means they don't love each other anymore. And they might not love each other anymore because of you. <laughs> Jesus. On my way out of math class, Jake came sidling up next to me. Meeting later, okay? Yeah, whatever. Where at? That's <laughs> <laughs> your suit of armor that makes you a giant bitch to all your friends. Because <laughs> your life's so full of love. Yeah. The church tower, where we were the other day. Okay, but it's a long walk. He turned around to face me, walking backward and grinning like a cool guy. So don't walk, he said. He waved and headed off down the hall. Two hours later, I was in the the air. thermals. Oh, my (laughs) God. get those thermals. Get those thermals. Two hours later, I was in the air. 
Let me tell you something. Getting that big eagle body off the ground isn't easy. It's definitely work. I wondered if my human body You're got any me, of the girl. aerobic benefits of the exercise. Once I got clear of the ground, I was able to catch little gusts of wind to climb higher. But it wasn't until I made it above the trees and the school buildings that I started getting up a good, solid breeze that helped lift me up. When I finally got high enough, I just... Yes. I don't know. I flew there. And I paragraph. flew there. <laughs> Turned eagle, I flew there. When I finally got high enough, I spotted Tobias. His reddish tail feathers were like a beacon. I Just make me think of like a, a infomercial, but only for Animorphs. Like, having trouble getting that big eagle body off the ground? <laughs> Try new Try thermals. thermals. <laughs> Man, that was a workout, I said when I got close enough. Tell me about it. Follow me. The mall's an excellent place for thermals. Thermal. Oh, my God. <laughs> the mall? Why the mall? It's all that parking space. See, the concrete gets hot in the sun. The concrete, the cars, the buildings themselves, they're all hot. So there's always a nice warm-up draft. Flying is like the nicest thing in the world, I said dreamily. <laughs> yes, it is, Tobias agreed. One of the nicest things. But there are things you miss, too. Sitting back on the couch with a can of pop and a bag of chips. And no school the next day. And something good on TV. That's a good feeling, too. He didn't sound like he was feeling sorry for himself, just like he was mentioning no, right. something that happened he's, to be true. He's the one stuck as a he's bird, the one right? Stuck as a bird. <laughs> Can he just sit on the couch as a bird pecking at some chips? Yeah, I bet a bird could just like lay back, like. Um, <laughs> they also make it seem like all birds all the time when they're flying are just like, oh shit, yeah, oh my god, it's like the best. I love this. <laughs> There's the church tower. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, you feel that hot air? Oh. <laughs> There's the church tower. I see another bird heading toward it, and I think Cassie coming out of her morph. Down we go, Tobias said. Ten minutes later, I had morphed back into my human body. You know what we need, Marco said. We need to coordinate these morphing outfits. I mean, Cassie's wearing green patterned leggings. And a purple stretch top. And Jake's got on those awful bike shorts. And Rachel is stylish as always in her black tights. Put it all together and we look pretty scruffy. It sounds like just the guys look scruffy. Yeah. Maybe you should get your shit together, Marco. Get your own tights. Yeah, get your own tights. What do you want? Jake asked him. You want us to all wear blue with a big number four on our chests? Become the Fantastic Four? Like that comic? The Fantastic Four plus the Amazing Bird Boy, Tobias added. No way, Marco said. Not Fantastic Four. There's got to be some kind of cool superhero that's a bird. Yeah. Uh, is there like Blue a Hawkman? Yeah, there's Hawkman. Hawk, Hawk. I... <laughs> <laughs> is that true? Honestly, I didn't know, but I was like, yeah. Hawkman. Hawk Hawkman was in one. that. Uh, Hawkman was in that terrible Black Adam movie. <laughs> <laughs> And then there's the falcon, but he's not yeah. really a bird. He's just got wings. And there's Birdman. There's that guy. There's that X Men with like the big angel wings. Yeah, named Angel. Fucking original as shit. Actually, his full name is Warren Worthington the Third. Are you fucking? Are you serious? Or are you making that up? I'm being dead serious. <laughs> Can you imagine how easy it would be to go back in time to like? the 50s and be like, I got a bunch of dumb fucking ideas for comics <laughs> that are going to make millions of dollars, billions of dollars over the next couple <laughs> decades. And it's the dumbest shit I can possibly think he of. Was a, he was actually one of the original 
like original member of the team. Of what team? The X Men. Oh, who? Wait, Angel. 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 Yeah. And then later on, he got Metal Wings and became Archangel. Sounds pretty cool. And his skin so, turned blue. That's okay. I just wanted to see if you were going to keep going. <laughs> because because he made a deal with Apocalypse, and Apocalypse is like, oh, I can make you better. And then it gave him metal wings. And oh, Oscar Isaac? Yeah. Yeah. Um, no way, Marco said. <laughs> Not Fantastic Four. I'm thinking more. What if more. they just explain all of this just now? Oh, my God. <laughs> That'd be awesome. We're I'm, just reading it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking more an X-Men kind of thing. You know, like Angel. Maybe Archangel. Once he made that deal with Apocalypse, where his skin turned blue and he got metal wings. It's not about being identical. It's just about having some style. Right now, if anyone saw us, they wouldn't think, oh, cool, superheroes. They'd think, man, those people do not know how to dress. Also, what the fuck are they doing on top of a church? <laughs> Marco, I said, I think it's time to get over this fantasy of yours. We are not superheroes. This is not a comic book. Yes, but I really, really want it to be a comic book. (laughs) (laughs) You know, how can you argue with that? I mean, I really can't. See, in a comic book, the heroes don't get killed. I mean, okay, they killed Superman that time, but it was only temporary. They literally kill everybody all the time in comics. That's like... They're constantly dying and coming back to life. Yep. Is there a single fucking comic character who has stayed dead? Uh, They're just like, go to Earth 3642. You're alive there. I don't think a single one stayed dead. Multiverse. That solves literally everything. Don't get mad like you don't fucking love all the Marvel shit. I mean, well, I love some of it. Yeah, the multi—I mean, the multiverse shtick is wearing very thin right now. I agree. Because they are literally just like every single time anything happens, they're like, "Well, also multiverse though." <laughs> um, but uh, really want to be a comic book scene. A comic book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we deal with reality here? Jake asked. We have business to discuss. What's the matter with combining green and purple? Cassie asked Marco. <laughs> It's a major fashion no-no, Marco Tell said. that to the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> and Barney. And yeah. <laughs> Who, as we know, is the greatest of heroes. And the Riddler. Hmm. Well, he's a villain. Didn't That's Green true. Goblin also, wasn't he also green and purple? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Another villain, though. Hmm. In reading Real Vogue name again, Norman Osborn. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that I did kind of know. Been reading Vogue again, Marco, I teased. Jake put his hand over Marco's mouth. People, and I use the term loosely, we need to decide what we're doing next. What'd you say? I said that Marco licked it. (laughs) He would. (laughs) I I know. Marco pried Jake's hand away. I want to decide what we're not doing next. I should be spending more time with my dad. You know, he's still messed up over my mom. Ooh, yikes. What's happening here? Oof. Marco's voice always cracked whenever he mentioned his mom. Mom! He'd start out sounding tough and all, but his voice would end up with that little break, that little wobble. Oh, God. It had been two years since his mother disappeared. What? 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 They said she drowned, although they never found her body. 
His father had fallen apart. It was the main reason Marco was so reluctant to be an anamorph. And why he, he used was... humor to cope with everything. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Marco. <laughs> he contains multitudes. Marco, <laughs> it's the main reason Marco was so reluctant to be an anamorph. He was worried that if anything ever happened to him, his dad would just give up totally. Marco <laughs> contains multitude was my math rock band in college. <laughs> math rock. I could see that Jake was about to say something impatient, and I was feeling the same way, like Marco just needed to deal with reality. Jesus Christ. Jake is a straight-up asshole. Rachel's an asshole. Yeah. Like, she's got all this fucking love in her life, and she's like, God, Marco, get over your fucking dead, drowned mom. Get over your missing mother. Be real. But Cassie put her hand on Marco's arm. Don't ever let any of this get in the way of spending time with your dad, she said earnestly. He needs you. We need you too, Marco, but your dad comes first. She looked at Jake, then at me. There isn't much point in doing any of this if we Assholes. forget why we're doing it. Look at, wait, hang on, go back up. Just look at, like, we're right, we're halfway through the book and look at where the little flip book That's character is. It's a fucking nightmare. It looks like someone... It looks like someone chopped a cat and a human in half and just, like, stuck a, the cat... Half, top half on the bottom uh, half of a human. Yeah. Just Kill a me full now. cat with human legs. <laughs> yeah, that's really... It's, I'm an island. affront to God. <laughs> it's just island of Dr. Moreau. <laughs> I thought about that's Melissa, great. and I thought about my mom and dad and how great it was to have them, even Jeez. when they got on my nerves. Oh, my God. I Cassie. sure am lucky to have a not broken family. <laughs> Cassie's right. When you get home, tell your dad you love him, Marco. I blurted it out without thinking about it. It wasn't the kind of thing I normally say. Thank you, Dr. Rachel, Marco said. He said it snidely. Oh, perfect read. <laughs> but I could see he knew what I was talking about. <laughs> then he was suddenly all business. He rubbed his hands together. Okay, let's get serious here. How are we going to go about getting ourselves killed next? Turn into flies at a frog convention? Morph into turkeys at Thanksgiving? <laughs> That's, I thought that was genuinely funny. <laughs> I miss my mom. <laughs> I want to go back in, I said. Back into Chapman's. Why? Jake asked. We learned a lot already. We we didn't learn the location of the Candrona, whatever the fuck what that the is. Fuck? What? I pointed out. That's what we need to do sooner or later. The Andalite made it pretty clear to... to, to <clears throat> The Andalite made it pretty clear to Tobias that the Candrona is the weak point for the Yerks. I, I know I don't remember what happened in no. this book much previously, First but mention. I swear to God, they did not say anything about Candrona before. I, well, it's, it's only heart, book two. Like, first mention of Candrona yeah. in this book. I bet it was mentioned in the first book. I'm sure it was. <clears> it's just like... It's just we're halfway through this book, and she's like, yeah, let's get the Candrona. Yeah, right after they <laughs> drop Yerkbane on us. <laughs> we're halfway through this book, and only one thing has happened. If I had a boat, I would name she it She cuddled her friend as a cat. The Candrona sends out the rays that are concentrated in the Yerk pools. If we destroy the Candrona, we hurt them bad. Marco raised that a rays. skeptical eyebrow. Excuse me, Rachel, but what is a Candrona? Thank you, Thank you Marco. Marco. I mean, we know what it does, but what does it look like? How big is it? For all we know, the Candrona could be the size of a lighter and be in Visser 3's pocket. That's not the impression I got from the Andalite, Tobias said. Whatever, Marco said impatiently. The point is, how do we destroy something when we don't even know what it is? That's why we have to follow the one lead we have, I said. Chapman. Chapman communicates with Visser 3. The two of them know where the Candrona is. If I can spy on them, maybe I can figure it out. 
They were all staring at me. <clears throat> Marco looked at me like I was crazy. Jake looked thoughtful. Cassie looked worried, like she wasn't sure about what I was saying. Tobias turned his fierce, intimidating hawk's stare at me. <laughs> Are you sure you're just going back to spy on Chapman? He asked me privately. I don't think you should go back in there alone, Jake said. How is... How is anyone else... How is anyone else going to go in with me? I asked. We can't have two cats running around. I mean, it's There's more animals than cats. Yeah. Be a, a fucking shrew. Be a shrew. Be a spider. What, what are you, a spider? Or a cockroach or something? I don't know. I mean, as fluffer, I can go anywhere without any of them being suspicious. See, I hadn't told anyone about Besser 3 telling Chapman to kill I'll me. Tell you dumb bitch. I knew it was wrong to keep secrets like that from the group. Then why did you? If you knew it was wrong. <sighs> because bitch. of Melissa. But if I told them, they would have never let me go back in. Unfortun <clears throat> Unfortunately, although Jake may not be all that perceptive, Cassie is. Are you sure nothing went wrong while you were in there, Rachel? Cassie asked me. She was looking at me with this kind of sideways look Cassie gets when she's trying to figure someone out. It was scary, I said, but nothing happened. It wasn't exactly a lie. Kind of a lie, but not exactly. Mostly it's, a lie. exactly a lie. It's basically a lie. It's fully a lie. <laughs> Cassie thought for a moment. Her eyes went blank. Suddenly, I knew what was going on. Tobias was talking to her privately. They're just, like, all DMing each other in front of each other. They've got their separate group chats and only half I mean, the group in. Just like someone does this on their phone and then, and then like, it suddenly goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was telling her something. She nodded like she was agreeing. Tobias didn't know what happened with Visser 3, but he did know that I was pretty freaky. That I was pretty freaky. Yep. When I came up out of that basement. <laughs> That's pretty freaky. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should find a way for someone to go along with Rachel, Cassie suggested. What are you going to do? Turn into a flea and ride on my back? I asked her. That's not a yeah, bad idea. Right? Do she that. smiled and gave a little shrug. I'm just saying we should think about it. Although, like, if they did that, the flea brain would take over and they would be like, <clears throat> just like yes. start biting the cat. <laughs> well, I mean, like, what? why didn't she... Like when she's in the basement with Chapman, why didn't she just from there turn into an elephant and then smash all his stuff? Visser 3 was only a hologram. But still. She wouldn't have been able to get him. She only would have killed Chapman. They need yeah, to get I to mean, the they need to get to the They need to get to the, the corona rays or whatever the fuck it was. Corona they need the they need the case of corona. <laughs> <laughs> uh okay then, Jake said. Rachel goes in one more time. Maybe we'll get lucky. We haven't gotten lucky since we walked through that construction site and met our first alien, Marco said. <laughs> Maybe that's going to change, I said. Remember when that alien fucked all of us? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going in and I'm finding a way to hurt those creeps. That's not the only reason you're going back in there, Tobias said in my head. You're not just doing it to hurt the Yerks. You're going back in there because you want to help Melissa. <laughs> Same thing, I said. I guess the others wondered who I was talking to. Why doesn't she just go talk to Melissa as a human and be like, hey, you know, you fell out of touch. No, yeah. Yeah. comforting as yeah, a human, yeah. not a cat purring in her lap. Uh, I think it's like, because, hey, we have, you know, <laughs> we've drifted apart, but I miss you. Let's spend more time together. I think it's because Rachel's kind of an asshole because she did try and do that earlier in the book. Mm -hmm. And Melissa was just like, uh, what? Like, Rachel was like, you want to go to the mall? And she's like, no, not really. And Rachel is just like, whatever, bitch. 
Chapter 16. It was a dark and stormy night. Literally I did not ad-lib that. That. <sighs> that is what it says in the book. Sorry. Aren't I've you always just like, wanted to write that. I, but it really um, was a dark and stormy night. I mean, that's... Okay. That's that's funny. So uh, is she writing in a diary? Do they all have a journal, like in the Babysitter's Club, where they write about their day? Do they have like I an didn't animorph even think shared about this. journal? That wasn't Rachel. That line was written by the person who wrote the book. But it's first person Rachel. I know, I'm just saying like the ghostwriter is just like, sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where is Jake? I asked as we all got together down the street from Chapman's house. Everyone else was there. Cassie and Marco were wearing raincoats, although it hadn't started raining yet. Tobias was overhead, trying to hold onto a branch in a tree while the wind tried to knock him off. (laughs) 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 Not the wind! (laughs) (laughs) Shit! (laughs) (laughs) Jake had to stay home, Marco said. Something about his dad grounding him. Why would his dad ground him? How do I know, Marco said, sounding grouchy. You know how parents are. Don't ask me to explain them. I only have one. The other's missing. <laughs> I bit my lip. Somehow, I felt more nervous. Do Doesn't it feel like they glossed over the fact that Marco's mother is fucking missing? Unless That's... they covered it in the first book with more detail. Yeah, I guess. But still. They did also kind of, that like, gloss over the fact that, like, they watched Jake's brother die. Yeah. <laughs> and they're, now it's just like, his dad grounded him. I don't know. Probably still upset about the dead son. I bit my lip. Somehow I felt more nervous with Jake being absent. The crazy wind whistling through the branches wasn't helping my confidence either. Spotted flopper, Tobias said, so all could hear. He's kind of torturing a little rat he's found. Ew. Well, at least it's not a shrew. Drink. Um, I don't think cats torture. Um, play. They play. Yeah. What? <laughs> I mean, it depends on the perspective, I guess. Yeah, I guess. He's not torturing out of a joy of torturing. He's probably right. just like, just like this batting. is a toy. Yeah, he's play just for them. Around. But yeah. imagine being the thing being and like the, the rats are just like. Ah! Ah! <laughs> I'm bleeding everywhere. <laughs> That's why they play dead, so that way they stopped getting played with. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, look, I'm no big fan of shrews, just because I was, I sort of was one. I took a deep breath. Shrews are cute. What's your problem? They're very cute. We we looked at one. A little, yeah. It's got a little pointy nose. Okay, look, we can't always count on all of us being together, I guess. So we go without Jake. I glanced at Cassie. She smiled blandly. <laughs> Something was going on with her, but I didn't have time to find out what. I'm an asshole. (laughs) I'll scope out the area, Tobias volunteered. He opened his wings a little, and it was immediately propelled out of the trees by the wind. (laughs) (laughs) Chris, virtual high five. (laughs) I watched as he wrote it expertly. Swooping quickly up into the air beyond the range of my weak human eyes. After Fuck a while, being a falcon. <laughs> <laughs> After a while, we saw something shooting over our heads at about fifty miles an hour. Holy fuck! <laughs> All clear. Tobias called down as he shot past. It was more like oh, clear. <laughs> Did that work? 
<laughs> All right, good. That was great. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> I felt <laughs> I felt strange, a little <laughs> nauseous, a little scared, a little hungry. Everything seemed strange tonight. The weird thing was, I knew I'd feel better as soon as I morphed. We shouldn't do these during the day anymore. It's pretty brutal when I'm not drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, why am I not enjoying this at all? <laughs> drink faster. <laughs> I'm almost done this drink. I know. I had a gin and tonic. It's just not counteracting this. The book, the badness of the book is is worse than. Yeah. The badness is constantly sobering me up. Yeah. You need more reading juice. (laughs) Yes. I concentrated. The first raindrop fell just as I felt my tail grow out behind me. By the time I had fallen to the ground, surrounded by the tent of my clothing, the rain had started for real. When do you want to, like, lay down on the ground? To morph? Yeah. Into something tiny? I feel like I'd lay down so I didn't end up falling over, like... Oh, yeah. What, or at if, least what like, if the cat legs sprung out before your body? Well, yeah, at least like, get changed? on all fours. Yeah. <laughs> Just get ready. Yeah. Get in cat position. Well, no, Don't you have to hover mid transformation in the air with your forelegs sticking out. Like, all <laughs> yeah. yeah like, and just slowly tilt over. Meow. Uh, oh, perfect, Marco said. This just gets more and more fun. At least you have a raincoat, I said. I have nothing but fur, and this rain makes it impossible to smell anything out here. Cassie squatted next to me. She's just a normal-sized girl, but when you're a 10-pound cat, any human being looks like Godzilla. If any one of my friends morphed into a cat in front of me, I would just pet them. Yeah, it would be impossible not to. <laughs> I'd like that. <laughs> no, like, just give her a absol- little scratches. Absolutely no way. I wouldn't just be like, no. Oh. Just like start petting <laughs> it. Yeah. Grab their paws. Yeah. <laughs> you're dancing with me. Oh, you're dancing. <laughs> I just pick them up and be like, hey, I'm holding you, you idiot. <laughs> you could get sliced. <laughs> Be careful, Rachel, Cassie said, and then she stroked my back. Aw, there you go. See, Cassie knows what's up. I started to move away, but she kept her hand on my back for a few seconds. Then, smiling mysteriously, she stood up. <gasps> Is Cassie, she going to be the your, cat? What's your secret, Cassie? She's, they're going to be double cats. Oh, double cats. I, oh, God, sorry. My eyelid's twitching so bad, and it's like making my vision jump. Uh, that's normal, right? I'm not going to die. It's just the book having that effect on you. <laughs> the book's giving me a stroke. Mm-hmm. I found You're I... morphing. <laughs> Starting in my left eye. That's where the yurt gets in. It's a in. weird space to start. Yeah, I got touched by that Adelaide too, but it didn't take. Uh, I can only morph my left eye. That's it. That's all I can That'll take. That'd be great. I can see in the dark if I close one of my eyes. <laughs> it's found... the eye patch. <laughs> yeah. I found I soon lost interest in Cassie's expression. Cats don't really have much interest in humans at all unless food is involved. You don't either, Rachel. You're kind of a giant bitch. Right? <laughs> You're the cat of humans. She is. God, it's so perfect for her. No wonder she wants to keep being this cat. <laughs> I'm out of here, I said. I took off in a medium run. <laughs> I'm out of here. I'm out of here, sprinting away. Cats don't <laughs> like rain. I could feel the cat brain's distaste. No I one, could, not... I could feel the cat brain's distaste. I had always thought cats hated all water, but that wasn't Fluffer's attitude. See, to him, it was all about the smells and the sounds. Rain washes away scents. Without scents, a cat feels cut off and lost. Almost as bad as losing smells is the fact that rain plopping all around makes it hard to listen 
for the important sounds. Oh, God, what did I do? The tiny high-pitched squeaks and the little furtive scritching noises. Just, like, trying to get through this book. Uh-huh. <laughs> Rain to cats is like being in the darkest of humans. It just makes the whole world kind of boring. <laughs> so I ran toward the kitty door. Yeah, that's Actually, how I feel looking... in the dark. I feel mm-hmm. bored. Actually looking forward to the friendly smells and sounds of home. At least, that's what Fluffer was thinking. I was still wondering why Jake hadn't come, and I was wondering if it was some kind of bad omen. There was a bad feeling over this whole mission. I knew my way around the Chapman home, both as a cat and as a human, and I was pretty sure I knew the routine. Last time, Visser 3 had made contact right at 8 o'clock. If Visser 3 communicated with Chapman at the right time every ni- at, <clears throat> at the same time every night, then I had arrived right on schedule. Chapman was sitting on the couch, same as last time. And just as I'd hoped, at three minutes till eight, just he stood up and wall. headed down TV's toward the basement. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a normal human. Just staring at the cover of a book. Doesn't open it. <laughs> Upside down Bible. <laughs> My whole plan was to go down there with him. I remembered the layout of the little secret room. I remembered the desk. I knew if I could somehow follow him down without him seeing me and then get under the desk, I would be invisible to him and to the Visser 3 hologram. The problem was that the whole plan counted on Chapman not noticing me. He headed for the basement door. I fell in a step right behind him. The trick was to stay just inches behind his feet. From there, he couldn't see me. But I had to watch his feet closely. If he hesitated, I could plow right into them. That would be a very uncat-like thing to do. No, it nope, wouldn't. it would be the most cat-like <laughs> yeah. thing you could possibly do. The Run person up who, in there and trip him. The person who wrote this book has never had a cat. Yeah. He walked, and I kept pace perfectly, just behind. He headed down the stairs. I figured this part would be easier. When people walk downstairs, they usually look where they are going. They don't turn around and look behind them. No shit. But one sound, one clumsy move, and I was finished. We reached the bottom of the stairs. Suddenly, Chapman stopped dead. I leapt behind the couch. On the stairs? What? He looked around. Maybe in the basement. Oh, okay. I, th- I thought it was like stairs going down like a door. Uh, <clears throat> he looked around like he'd heard a noise, or maybe he just sensed something. I froze. I didn't move a muscle. He started on toward the door. I fell into step behind him again. So what's happening? I nearly had a heart attack. My tail puffed up. My back fur went straight up. I almost bolted. Chapman stopped, and I nearly got entangled in his legs. Uh, oh shit uh, his left foot moved I dodged he backed up a little I squirmed out of the way it's me Jake what's going on Rachel Jake Chapman opened the door of the secret room he stepped through I was right between his monstrously big feet if he happened to glance down but he didn't he didn't and when he turned around to shut the door behind him I bolted for the desk I jammed my body as far back in the dark corner as I could I'd made it, barely. I was alive, so far. Rachel, can you hear me? Jake, where are you? You scared me half to death. Are we okay? <gasps> oh my god, did she? Is he a flea? Oh my did god. Did she put him in as a flea owner? Oh, when she pet her. When she pet her. When she pet a little her. bit too long. Oh my god. Are we okay? He sounded concerned. Me, I was just They angry. gave her fleas. What do you mean, are we okay? I yelled silently. Where are you? Well, I'm kind of on you. (laughs) On me. Jake, this is not the time to be playing jokes. Chapman sat down at the desk, his feet pushed beneath the desk, just narrowly missing me as I once again dodged nimbly out of the way. Sorry, I can't exactly see. 
I kept my eyes focused on Chapman's feet. He's in a forest of fur. <clears throat> Am I bringing it home or we keep going? Um, I was just, uh, keep, keep, keep going, I think, right? That's right. like, yeah, I don't know. maybe I, like one more. I didn't notice when we started. I didn't either, but I'm just trying to like. Cats have incredible it. powers of concentration. I focused hard on those big feet, each almost as big as I was. I had to stay out of their way. That was the key to staying alive. Jake, we're in kind of a situation here. In like 10 words or less, where are you? In 10 words or less, I morphed, Jake said. I'm a flea. In <laughs> <clears throat> 10 words or less. Chapter 17. Excuse me? It would have been funny if I hadn't been so terrified. Are you telling me you morphed into a flea? A flea? Yeah. I'm on your back or your head. I can't tell. I don't really have eyes. At least not eyes that see anything I can understand. I mean, all I know is warm or not warm. I I think I can sense blood. That's about it. And I can kind of sense motion. Like when your hair stood up. I knew there was something going on around me. Jake, this is sick. This is beyond sick. What is the matter with you? A flea? Are you insane? Just being a lizard made you sick. This is way worse. Actually, it's kind of okay, Seth. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how to explain it, but the flea mind is so limited, it's not hard to, at all to control. <laughs> this book's amazing. All it knows is to move toward the sense of warm blood and eat. It's like, I don't know. Like, uh, like in a way, I'm not even really in the flea because I can't see much or sense much. I expected it to be horrible, but when Cassie and Marco and I tested it out, they're in on this with you? Of course. That's why Cassie had made such a point of petting my head. She was depositing Jake on me. Gross. Rachel, we were worried about you. We figured someone should go along with you. Tobias said, ah, so Tobias is in on this too. Tobias said you were not telling us everything. He wasn't sure why or what it was you weren't telling. I sighed inwardly because cats can't sigh. I wish a cat could. I wish a cat could just be like. <sighs> Actually, they kind of do. I feel like they don't. They like kind of snort. They snort. Angrily. Yeah. Like, yeah. They should just be like. <sighs> yeah. Because like our cats will like breathe out angrily. And it's fucking hilarious <laughs> when they do that. I guess it's good to have friends who care about you. I guess. But on the other hand, Jake had practically made me run into Chatman. Besides, the idea of Jake morphing into a flea and crawling around in my fur and just gave me the worst creeps you can imagine. Yeah, I don't love that. I hate Jake. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, the brilliant light went on. Visser 3 appeared in the room. Jake, the Visser is here in hologram, so don't distract me, okay? We're hiding under the desk about half an inch away from Chapman's foot. Oh, but it doesn't matter if he sees you, right? I mean, he'll just figure you're the cat. No biggie. So you shouldn't be acting suspicious. <laughs> I hesitated. Oh, well, it would have to come out sooner or later. Um, Jake, that thing I didn't tell you, it's that Visser 3 saw me in here last time. He told Chapman he should probably just, you know, kill me. <laughs> he was worried I might be an Andalite and morph. For a while, Jake didn't say anything. I had he the just sucked my blood. <laughs> I had the feeling he was trying to keep himself from yelling at me. He failed. Rachel, are you crazy? You came back down here after that? Are you insane? But just then, Chapman began to speak. Welcome, Visser. It is 226 of the Sulp Niar pull. What? Submits to you. Oh Sulp Niar. Uh, Sulp Niar. 
May the Candrona shine and strengthen you. God, this is killing my soul. May the Candrona shine and strengthen you. <laughs> Are they Catholic? Yes. <laughs> and you, and you, Visser And also with you. And also with you. Report. I have four new oh, voluntary shit. hosts, Visser, Chapman said. Two are children recru- recruited through the sharing, the front organization. What? Of the two adults is one... Uh, of the two adults, one is an agent for the FBI, a sort of policeman. He may be very full, Mr. Three's <laughs> artificial voice was flat, but he still carried a load of anger. Do I care about a handful of hosts? <clears throat> what have you learned of the Andalite bandits? Visser, what can I do unless they show themselves? They used earth animals in the attack on the pole, Visser 3 said. They used powerful, dangerous earth animals. Find out how they obtained such morphs. My experts here tell me such animals are rare on this part of the planet. Yes, Visser, I will do that. Yes, you will. And we have another matter. We need six more human controllers suitable for work as guards. They will be used to increase the guard around the Candrona. What's happening, Jake asked. Chapman is getting reamed by Visser 3. <laughs> Too bad Marco isn't here. He'd enjoy seeing Chapman get chewed out. He wants us bad, I said. Or at least he wants the Andalites he thinks we are. He's putting extra guards around the Candrona. Human controllers. That's interesting. Maybe he'll... The foot moved too quickly. The point of the shoe hit me in the ribs. Meow! <laughs> Chapman... <laughs> Chapman pushed back from the desk. He passed right through the Visser 3 hologram. For a second, I saw them united as if they were one horrible creature. What's happening? Visser 3 demanded. Chapman stared at me, horror and fury in his eyes. I flattened my ears back against my skull. My claws came out. My teeth were bared. It's the animal, Visser, the cat, Chapman said in a voice full of loathing and fear. Visser 3 seemed to make a seething, half-hissing noise. (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> you should have killed it when I told you to. It is 226. <laughs> <sighs> but Visser, Chapman protested. And yet it all works out to my advantage, Visser 3 said. Now, there can be no doubt that this cat is one of the Andalite bandits. The Bandalite. 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 <laughs> Jake. We're busted, I said. We're busted really bad. <laughs> we will no longer have to search for the Andalites, Visser 3 said. Yeah, at this point she should just turn into an elephant. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just obliterate <laughs> him. <laughs> we have one right here with us. Shall I kill it? Chapman asked. No, don't kill it. Seize it! Seize it now! Before it can morph back into Andalite shape! By the time I am done with this one, we will have them all. It has... Been a long time since I tortured a proud Andalite warrior, but I know how to break them. Seize it and bring it to me! Chapman knew better than to argue. She gonna get tortured? Yeah. That's Sounds almost like it. the same exact thing happened this episode as happened last episode. They went into the house, they saw yeah. the thing. Literally ended almost the exact same way. These books have been printed in the millions. 
This was only uh, book yeah. two, and they were like, yeah, write a thousand more. Yeah, <laughs> and, and turned it into, like, the horrors of war. Yeah. Like, child soldiers and shit like that. See how much body horror you can cram into every single one. More Cronenberg. More, more <laughs> Cronenberg. It's not... It's not the fly enough. Um, oh, boy. I don't even know what to write down. Yeah, uh, you don't need to write anything down. Marco's think, mom is presumed Mar- dead. Marco's mom is presumed dead. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's basically that it. That was the only interesting piece of information. Something about a, <laughs> a, a, a corona ray. Yeah. Well, there's a part of me that thinks like maybe Chapman ends up being like one of those bad guys that becomes good. Yeah. He's just like, I love Chapman's daughter. And then yeah. they'll yeah, and then they'll have like a new word for like a controller, but when it's on their side, like a a a year a, 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 a more. Yerk no more. <laughs> yerk no more. <laughs> I would go to that. Yerk's got you down. Oh, God. <laughs> Try yerk no more. Yerk no more Ripple. eardrops. <laughs> Splurk that slug right out of your brain hole. <laughs> Oh, God. Okay. Well, thanks for listening. Join us next time when we finish this piece of shit book. And then it'll be another five years before we try to read another Animorphs. Yeah. It'll just like enough time needs to go by that we all forget how bad these books are. And then we'll be like, oh, we should definitely do another Animorphs. And then we'll do I mean, it. like they're bad, but like they're pretty consistent in the enjoyment we're getting out of it. That's true. It's that's true. It's just it's it's hard to follow Christopher Pike with this. It's hard to follow Christopher Pike. Oh yeah. Well, Christopher Pike is probably like the height. He's just of, a uh, master of what he does. He's the summit of BGL. <laughs> yeah, it's the high water mark for sure. Um, Which is funny because it used all to be the time. <laughs> it used to be Goosebumps, and then yeah. we yeah. kind of discovered Christopher Pike. Yeah. Although we do, I really want to go back and read more Goosebumps. Yeah, it's been a fucking long time. It's been. Literally years since we did that. Yeah, we got to do. We got to do some. We got to do some bumps, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't. Do you, hear I, you know what? It had already. It left my mouth, and then I was like, "Oh, oh. <laughs> all right, let's all go do some. Oh, bumps. Let's go, let's go do some bumps. That. Okay, bye. I didn't even pick up on that. <laughs> um, I'm an idiot. Hey, Chris. What's up? <laughs> Anything you want to say to people listening to this about where to find us? Not really. Oh, for fuck's sake. I mean, they already know where to find us. They're listening to it. That's true. That's a really good point, though. Yeah. Just yeah. go back to where you found this. Yeah. Go back to where you, where, wherever you found this. Not on Stitcher. And also no. listen to the sketchy show. Not on Stitcher anymore. As of, like, now. Fucking st- Stitcher. Yeah. Uh, oh, to pay or something. No, it's dead. Stitcher's oh. just dead. Shows how uh, hip to the podcast game I You already did have I to am. pay, or could pay. Yeah. And now it's totally dead. And now it's completely dead, and now I have to listen to how this get made with commercials like a Which fucking loser. It's a, yeah, it's awful. Anyway, cactusrodeo.com, uh, popsuckatheater.com, cactusrodeo.com slash podcast. Uh, have fun. Have fun with all of our stuff. Keep listening. Tell your friends. And come back next time when we find out what happens to Rachel and Jake and the Andalites and the Yerks on in Animorphs the Visitor on below grade level. We love you. Bye. 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 
Below Grade Level is a Cactus Radio production. You can contact us at podcast at cactusrodeo.com. Subscribe and follow on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify, and follow Cactus Rodeo on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for more entertainment and updates.